0: Listener production. It's like a treaty posting a view of their construction site with the caption, Office for the Day, from wherever you are, right now. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Um, you cross this Britney Spears news, Alex Dyson? I am not
1: across the Britney Spears news. I don't have the Google Alerts set up for Britney. What's been
0: happening? Well, it's um, unfortunate knowing, uh, finding out that her relationship has just uh, ended with a marriage partner, Sam Gary uh, Some would say husband. <laughs> but uh, I'm being contemporary. So, marriage partner. <laughs> laugh all you want, mate. But I believe that's the new term. I actually don't. I think I just... I stuffed up there. But, anyways. You could say
1: partner instead of boyfriend or girlfriend.
0: That's well, that's a good degendering of it. But well, is marriage partner in there as well? Life partner? Did you know? I mean, we might have touched on it as well. Like, three hours, this is according to news.com.au, three hours before they got married, Britney Spears' first husband, like who he'd married for 55 hours, broke into her home while armed with a knife and made it up to her bedroom door. What? Is this this guy, Jason Alexander? Wasn't yes, he the same yes. name as the Seinfeld actor? Yes. Well, I'm watching Britney vs Spears at the moment, right, on Netflix and like, it's that, that that kind of pressure that people are putting on your life all the time, that, I mean the danger that you're in constantly, you can't even have, uh, get married without someone getting into your house with a knife. Cameras. some of the camera stuff is like ridiculous, the amount of paparazzi that are surrounding her at all times. All the documentation of it—it's just full on. And so, I mean, how can you have a normal relationship? It's going to be so difficult.
1: We're pretty tough. I saw a saw a video the other day of someone saying that marriage is the most negligent thing that people do. Why? They just sort of—they just sort of do it. Well, it's because fifty-six percent of marriages end in divorce. Mm. And so, when the odds and the definition of negligence, according to them, was like when the the bad effects of doing something outweigh doing nothing. <laughs> That's, that's where negligence comes into play. Well, I
0: mean, having a family is really like running a company. Mm. You know, like it's like you, you've got p- people, the two the two people, you got to be like actual business partners to make things work. Mm. And so there's like you can't, if, if anyone's, if you're running a business and only one person did all the work and the other didn't, you'd be like, oh, screw this. I'm not yeah. doing any, I don't need any of this crap. Right, and so that, that replies to everything. Maintaining relationship, and maintaining love, paying bills. I'm filing for emotional done. bankruptcy here. Well, that's it. Mm. It's, it's, it's hard work that's being it. in a long-term relationship. So anyways, best of luck to Brittany. Mm. Uh, she did put out an Instagram post a couple of days ago saying, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to stay positive, stay strong. Obviously, things are hard, but, uh, you know, she's still dancing. So that's the main thing.
1: And you're with two shareholders here in Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast with, uh, how long is our relationship now?
0: Well, we got a little work marriage going on that's been uh, (laughs) nine years in the making. The 10th year anniversary is coming up.
1: I tell you what, I'm more and more in love every day, mate. So let's dive (laughs) in, shall we? It's Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All
0: Day Breakfast. Alex Tyson, a friend of mine was at a school reunion recently. How many years? Uh, It was a big one. All right, it was a big one. I don't want to give away how many years because it might reveal the school and the people. But basically, yeah, um... yeah. <laughs> yep. No, good good plan because
1: only one school out there has a 26 and a half year school reunion. So,
0: anyway, look, right. the point is, the point is, it was a big one, and a couple of the, a couple of the boys from the school reunion said, Look, yeah, how are we going to guess? Was it 20? How are we going to guess? It was, it was more 20? than twenty. It was more than thirty. Okay. Oh, okay, great. So, anyways, so a couple of the boys from the school reunion, they go. Um, we're going to bail out of here and get a get a steak and some red wine. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So they go to a fancy restaurant.
1: It's always in movies yeah. that dudes of that age aren't allowed to eat red meat, in like American <laughs> movies. You've got to stay off the steak and red red wine. <laughs>
0: Um, no, these guys wanted to flaunt it. And so they went to a very expensive restaurant. They all so had left dinner. the reunion. They left the reunion to have their steak and red wine. Mm. And, um, then it sort of turned into a little bit of a, you know, I guess it turned into a little bit of a willy slinging competition because Uh-oh. the bill came in, you know, two of the, two of the lads decided to flip a coin to see who was going to pay for it.
1: They all want to put the, put the black credit card down. Yeah.
0: Prove that they've all done well since the good old days of peanut butter sandwiches mm. behind the tuck shop. <laughs> so, um, so they, they split, you know, two of the guys flip a coin. One of them has to foot the bill. And, um, it turns out to be, there was only about six of them there, but it turns out to be, you know, approximately just over a thousand dollars per person. Right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What? You heard me. Over, like, just about 1000 So, $1, the whole bill was about $6,000. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so... What? What? Okay, no, 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 are they dee, dee, de, 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 eating unicorn? What's going on here? <laughs> little unicorn flanks? Well, I mean, if you go to a good steak restaurant, okay, that has a little bit of steak, that has a little bit of the <gasps> lobster, all right, you're looking at about 300, $300 for the food alone, and then that's not even getting into the wine list. Now, these, um, the bottles that were being popped here... Oh, my goodness. ...would have been <sighs> very hefty. <laughs> Okay. Wow. And so, and the thing is per person. Yeah. So the thing is, right. It jogged my memory of a story of of a situation that I found myself in. Okay. Mm -hmm. And not that there was any willy Slinger in this situation that I found myself in, but you know, when you're looking (laughs) at wine lists, I mean, what's the most expensive bottle of wine you've had?
1: Oh, at a restaurant, I would say $80. Right. Because it seems unfathomable. Which is probably a $30 bottle of wine, but at a restaurant.
0: So it seems completely (laughs) unfathomable to waste your money on wine that is going to be like several, several hundred dollars, right? Because you're just like, it's just not worth it. But, you know, and the, the reality is, You actually only know what a good, uh, the difference between a really good wine and an average wine when you have to taste them side by side, but that never happens. You never go to a restaurant and order the house wine and then order a thousand dollar bottle of wine. It just doesn't happen. And just something terrible for the side, please. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, so you kind of like, that's like, I'm always of the mind where I'm like, that is a complete waste of money spending it on good wine. But I went to a friend's house a couple of years ago now. And uh, I worked with this friend on shortcuts to glory, cooking show. What's that? Cooking show. Yeah, cooking show that I did on ABC. And so this friend had, had said, um, "Gonna cook some co- cook some food, you know, cooking you guys lunch." And Hayden Quinn, who you might know from Master Chef, several TV shows as mm-hmm. well, cookbooks. He's going to come around as well. So it's me, Hayden Quinn, my friend Tim, mm-hmm. um, all of our partners, babies, etc. Now, he was like, we were like, you know, do you need us to bring anything? He goes, I'll just bring a bottle of wine. Okay. Ooh. So I'm like, sure, no worries. Now, what I forgot is that I am dealing with professional cooks and chefs mm. who treat food like their life. Seriously. You know, very seriously. Yeah.
1: Not, not old. Well, not myself who shops by, uh, label and price.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, There wasn't a reduced to clear sticker amongst them. Okay. Uh, uh, So I, so on the way there, Belinda and I are like, what bottle of wine should we bring? And Belle's like, oh, should we bring this really nice bottle that I've got from home? And I was like, no, (laughs) don't bother. It's just a lunch with these guys. We'll just go Mm. to the bottle shop on the way through. So we go through the bottle shop. The guy's like, what sort of wine do you want? I'm like, oh, you know, just something a bit nice, just something a little bit nicer than mm. your standard. Mm. He's like, here's a bottle of wine for $35. I'm like, perfect. $35. This Great. should be good. Great areas. <laughs> Great areas to be working in. I mean, that's a good price point. A bottle mm. shop bottle of wine, $35. That's, you're That's going to get a good bottle of wine. Should do. I, I turn up to this, this lunch and realize that I have grossly misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's, what's happening at the luncheon? The the piece of meat alone would have been a couple of hundred dollars that was being shared between like a few people. Like it was this beautiful tomahawk style steak that he'd reverse seared on his barbecue. He told me, I mean, the, the stock alone that went into the gravy that he made was a sachet of stock, like a pouch of stock that cost $16 just for the <laughs> stock. This the bony water that he was cooking his gravy with <laughs> cost half as much as the bottle of wine that I brought. Right, so
1: then so you needed quit, to be
0: getting one of the bottles of
1: wine with those security plastic things on the top of the wine. <laughs> basically, yeah. is where you so need then, to be picking things out. From.
0: Then Hayden pulls out this bottle of wine. He's like, I'm like, oh, what wine did you bring? <laughs> Hayden has bought a bottle of Penfolds that his dad gave him. When he was 18, on his 18th birthday, <laughs> right? He's like, yeah, my dad gives me bottles of wine, you know, on birthdays and stuff. It was just, on big I milestones. it was like, this was like about, like it's going to be drinking really well now. Yep. Um, I thought, you know, why not? This is exactly what you have these things for. You know, you have it to celebrate, you have it with friends, you have it for good times and stuff like that. So he's got a bottle of wine and he's brought a bottle of wine that is literally priceless. <laughs> And I have got my $30 bottle of glorified cordial, right? <laughs> and so I drink his wine and I'm did telling you, you. Did you bring it out? Like, did yeah, you... His wine was delicious. <laughs> like, that's when you realize that when you're paying for expensive wine, I was like, the depth... Of flavor, the complexity of the mm. flavor. I didn't understand. You know when people talk about depth and complexity? Yeah, and I didn't understand it yeah. until I had that that mouthful. And I was like, oh my God, the flavors, mm. they are so layered. They go so deep. I'm drinking 18 years of Hayden's life in every <laughs> mouthful. And then... <laughs> And then I remember at one point. And you asked
1: him to top up your glass so you could have another one.
0: Yeah, we were like, I was getting stuck in. We're all drinking, blah, blah, blah. Then at one point, I didn't realize, but the the good stuff ran out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize until I just got my glass topped up. And we're all having a chat. And then I take a sip and I'm like, oh, uh, what's... Mm, okay, what's this? And he's like, he's like, uh, this is the one that you bought. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm literally pulling a face. I'm like, oh yeah, it's, um, it's actually, it's not bad. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> and I realized there and then that I got it, I got it wrong. Yeah. I got it very wrong. And so I just wanted to ask you guys, <laughs> when have you grossly misunderstood the assignment?
1: Jess, at the end of a job interview, she opened her arm, ushering me to leave. I mistook it for a hug and embraced her. (laughs) Uh, There's the door. Uh, Come here. (laughs) Hugging your hopeful future boss. Good stuff. Um, Lucy said, at uni, one of the party themes was old school. I went dressed in full 80s attire, wearing fluoro and leg warmers. Everyone else turned up in their old school uniform (laughs) (laughs) old school
0: (laughs) um laura said i went to a fancy dress party and wore a costume but turns out the theme was lost in translation and was actually a very fancy dress party (laughs) like suit and formal dress stuff (laughs) What should, what should I wear? Oh, it's fancy dress. Uh, yeah, i just, oh, just wear a fancy dress. Okay. Come dressed up as Frankenstein with a knife through your head or something. Yeah. You have a pippy long stocking. I don't know.
1: <laughs> now, Matt, one of the tent poles of Matt and Alex all day breakfast here is talking to the listener talking to you listening uh, and asking you questions based off the stories we tell the news stories that come to hand it's it's really fun
0: look when i first started radio i remember our old mate ollie wards sat me down and said listen to me the audience is always funnier than you and at the time i thought impossible <laughs> 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 but nope <laughs> Lo and behold, yeah. <laughs> I've been proven wrong you many, the, many times.
1: You were the peasant when um, old Archimedes comes out and says, the world <laughs> is round, and you were like, pfft. <laughs> uh, but look, no, it, it is absolutely true. So whenever we tell a story or hear a news story, we do always ask for your feedback on a topic. And a lot of the time, the talkback topics are pretty self-evident.
0: Well, I mean, the thing is, you, you sort of tell the story, and then you figure out the... The talkback topic from there. But it can go different ways, can't it? You yeah. know, if you're on your way to, you know, work and you get, you're carrying a cupcake and someone yells out to you, oi, you dropped your pocket and you look down and go, what? And then you drop your cupcake by accident. You think, oh no, I dropped my cupcake. Then you've got the option of saying, well, you can say what someone yelled out to you from a car, or you can be like, what have you dropped? <laughs> Why right? would someone yell you've gotta, dropped your pocket? Have you never heard someone do that? No. Someone someone did it to me because the idea is you look down and then they're like, ah, how could you you have dropped your pocket? Right, okay, it's something you can't drive off. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you think, oh, and then you feel stupid, and then you 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 try to justify. You're like, I shouldn't feel stupid because I like I didn't know, I didn't have time to process what they were going to be saying. Of course, I'm just going to look down, and then and then you think like, why would people target me like that? Is there a reason why I would be targeted like that? And then you feel sad, and then you're like, well, I'm I don't even have pockets on these pants. Like, why did I believe that? I'm such an idiot, man. I'm such an idiot anyways
1: so that's usually what happens every day <laughs> when we try to come up with topics for you um luckily we don't usually don't put that in but that does happen every day um usually cut butts, rants out um but i got told a story recently which was so amazing that i got i got three different talkback topics after out of it and we've asked mm. you them all
0: well, you told one story and you got all three. No, I'm about to I'm about to tell the yeah. story I heard.
1: Okay. I didn't I couldn't tell which, which was a better talk back. So we've put out the talk back topics for you. If you keep an eye on our Instagram, alex in the stories. Love your responding to our um our questions on there. It's so great. We you might have seen a few recently. What's the most unbelievable excuse you've heard? When should you have been fired but weren't? <laughs> and what's the most humiliating thing you've done whilst hug over? I mean, we're ready to go based off this one story. I couldn't even choose, Matt. I want to hear all of these. We've done talkback conga before, where a new talkback comes off each story. But never have we done this, Matt and Alex's talkback tentacles.
0: Yeah, we are the little uh, podcast octopus reaching out from all corners of this story to figure out which mm. is the tastiest talkback topic for us to munch. Now, Alex Dyson, hitting me with the story. What happened to your friend?
1: They were 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Just got a big internship at a law firm in Sydney. Okay. Oof. Which is great. You yeah. start wearing, you got to go shopping for yeah, like work clothes. You know, remember those yeah. times you're like, you're suddenly in serious business. You're walking on the yeah. tile, the carpet tiles. Heading to Martin Place. <laughs> yeah. Martin the Place. You've pins. got the little buzzer and stuff and you're working as a bit of a personal assistant to this big wig. All right. Problem is when you're 19, the other thing you do is, um, there's often a little sesh involved no. sometimes on a school night.
0: So, and my, you bounce back then, you know, you, well, you think, well, you think you do anyway, you think, you you think, think, think you're you invincible. Yeah. Instead of just calling it sick, you'll go, no,
1: nah, I'll, I'll push through. They were yeah. two hours sleep, went Ooh. to work, oh. got through the first meeting of the day, hour long meeting. Oh, yucky. The next meeting is in an hour's time. And they said, mm. sweet, get a cheeky little nap in before the next
0: meeting it's risky doing that mm. doing the in work nap who are these people george costanza <laughs> well
1: yeah a little bit because i said goodbye to everyone at the meeting packed up the room a little bit and was like okay i'll um go down for a nap and i'm like and i when i'm talk- they're telling the story i'm like oh so you just set an alarm they went no so what, they, what? Did, they, went, they didn't didn't set an alarm maybe they were just so tired it slipped their mind they went under the table
0: Literally like George Costanza. Literally
1: like George Costanza. It's a boardroom table. Had a nap, woke up, and saw feet <gasps> all around them at the boardroom no. table.
0: So no. they just lay there
1: for a bit. No one mentions anything, so they haven't been spotted. So what do you do in this situation? Oh, my God. What she did was... She's like tapping her pockets, found a pen in the pocket. Goes, okay, we're doing this. Finds a gap in the feet, crawls out, and goes, Oh, there's my pen. Found it. Sorry. What? <laughs> and then walks out of the room. No. Um, gets an email after the meeting's finished from the boss. <laughs> my office now, please. <laughs> That's it. It gets ripped through. It's like, you're embarrassing me. How could you? <laughs> it's like the pen. The meeting had been going for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then this girl and man just run to the table like, oh, just found my pen. Like, Where the hell does this come from? <laughs> and he's saying, you can't do that. Is that. And then there's a pause in the beration from this boss and then bursts out laughing and says, but I can't fire you because that was hilarious. <laughs> Oh wow (laughs) I mean don't do it again But wow that was Extremely hilarious Hence the Talkback topics What's the most unbelievable excuse you've heard I'm like oh there's my pen That's why I was under there (laughs) When should you have been fired but you weren't self-evident And what's the most humiliating thing you've done while hungover (laughs) I think they all fit
0: All right, here we go. So, Joan got in touch with us. Uh, This is with regards to what's the most unbelievable excuse you've heard. Joan said, someone who works with me said, yesterday I got bored in the office and had no work to do, so I decided to work from home today instead. Why would you admit that? I I don't know. (laughs) Lily,
1: I had a staff member not show up because, quote, they had a headache from the
0: rain yesterday. Can rain give you headaches? I feel like there are people out there who would tell you that they can. The pain with rain
1: is hard to explain. (laughs) That's what I always say.
0: (laughs) Apparently, no, look, if you're prone to getting headaches, you could find that grey skies, high humidity, rising temperatures and storms can all bring on head pain. Damn. Well, there you go.
1: How does anyone in Melbourne get any work done? (laughs) Uh, Sue, when I was teaching at a school, one of the kids said they couldn't do sport due to a hair straightening treatment.
0: What sort of thing was that going to... Maybe the maybe the the stuff was still in their hair and it was going to make the soccer ball stick to it or something. Yeah, potentially, who knows. Uh Maddie said someone told my friend they couldn't attend their birthday party because it was too windy. The party was held indoors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, can't come to your party too windy. What in my house? <laughs> yep. It's just too windy in general. Maybe she was a nanny uh, going to work at Mary Poppins' house. Oh, yeah, Maybe with, that's the, the, with the umbrella. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. you know when the nannies all get blown down the street? <laughs> it happens. Um, and Anonymous sent a text saying a co-worker called in sick to the office. Their reason was, I accidentally drank arsenic last night. <laughs> oh,
0: dear. Um, can, can you accidentally do that? Yeah, where does arsenic get mixed up with? I don't know, but um, I think it's a long-term exposure to arsenic, which can be extremely bad for you. A so short-term fine. Um, Let's not yeah.
1: put that Well, You it's fine to drink
0: arsenic once. <laughs> apparently contaminated groundwater is the most common cause. Well, look, no. Apparently arsenic is already present in the earth and can seep into groundwater. Wow.
1: Oh, so drinking, Stay away ob- from
0: all arsenic. That's what we yeah, try say. try to avoid it as much as possible. I don't even watch Arsenal games. <laughs> Just, Just in, in case. case. <laughs> um, uh, should we do some stories of when you should have been fired but you weren't? Yeah, let's jump in. Isabel, when should you have been fired but you weren't? Isabel said, my friend is a teacher. She got mad at a kid for spraying water on her classroom. She walked out of her class and into his next class, then emptied his own drink bottle onto his head <laughs> without saying a word. <laughs> Poured water on a kid's head. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, I... The head of department said, don't do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Would you, was she the teacher from the Dangerous Minds school or something? Lemony Snickets. (laughs) If you poured a bottle of water on a kid's head now, surely... In retribution. You're getting
1: fully, like, sued. Well, this is back in Bible eye for an eye days. <laughs> wow. Loz said, I was severely hungover and vomited on the shop floor, then slept out the back for the rest of the shift. Not fired.
0: <laughs> wait, wait. Also, Isabel again. Oh, wait, sorry. Yes. Oh, no. Isabel had a second story. Um, Isabel said, different teacher, same school was teaching you 10 English. A kid came from a cooking lesson prior and had made himself some pasta. The teacher asked him to put it away. He didn't. Teacher walked up to him, put her hand into his pasta and squished it around. <laughs> Who are these psycho teachers? This <laughs> a called Desperate for Teachers. That, that they just, will take anybody. <laughs> I mean, it's the pasta today and it's the chest and his heart tomorrow. Like that. that's one... Just eye contact while she reaches into his chest and squishes his heart. All right. That is
1: full blown. Anyways. Um, the most humiliating thing you've done while hungover. Angus said, I wet the bed with my girlfriend of less than a year in it. Ah, oh, done hungover. I mean, come
0: on. If you haven't done something like that, then <laughs> you haven't lived. Hillary says a fellow teacher had to nap in her classroom during lunchtime to help her hangover. Um, She also had to run out of the room twice that day to vom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: she goes, oh, class, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And they said, do you have a note? (laughs) (laughs) Go out for a second time. You've already been to the toilet (laughs) once. We kind of allow you out of the class. Sorry, miss.
0: (laughs) Thank you for joining us on this lovely day. We're going to be back same time, same place tomorrow. And let us know if you've got any stories that can relate to this. We'd love to hear from you. Matt, it's usually
1: we say goodbye to each other for the day, but I'll be seeing you tonight with a little cheeky little premiere of Mother and Son, first couple of episodes.
0: Oh, I'm so excited that you guys are going to be coming along. Very exciting. And check it out tomorrow. It does open on ABC uh, or ABC. i at 8.30 p.m. So I hope you like it. If you don't, leave via the fire exit, my man, (laughs) so you don't have to see me in the lobby. (laughs) We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye.